بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف المرسلين سيدنا ونبينا مولانا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين Most respected elders, dear brothers Today's lesson is the last lesson in today's segment inshallah We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make it easy And we have selected a very appropriate verse of the Quran al-Kareem And a dua of the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam in Surah Bani Israel, verse number 80, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Rabbi adkhilni mudkhala sidqiyu wa akhrijni mukhraja sidqiyu wa ja'alni min ladunka sultanan nasira. Before we translate, we'll go into a little bit of the background of this particular supplication. And it was at the time when the persecution and oppression against the Muslims in Makkah Mukarramah was intensifying and it had come to a point where it was unbearable. We know the history, how the Makkans had persecuted Rasulullah and the believers. And it had now come to a point where hijrah and migration was imperative. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then gave the command there was to the Muslims that you all need to leave this place and move on to a safer place, a place where you can practice Islam in a more easier and meaningful manner. The Makkans in that meanwhile, they had a conference, they had a mashwara in Nadwa, the place near the Hatim, where they would make all the major decisions. And they had a mashwara that what do we do with the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu What do we do with Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam? Because his influence is growing. And this is creating all sorts of problems for our community in their view. So someone made a suggestion that we should capture him and we should imprison him. And when this view was presented, they said if we're going to imprison him, we're going to be dealing with a whole lot of objections and protests and people are not going to accept this. And someone said the easier thing is perhaps let us try to extradite him, let's banish him, let us remove him from here, send him to another country so that he's out of our way. They said that will also create a lot of political problems for us, there will be protestations, and then somebody said that the best thing to do would be to remove him from the equation, let us assassinate him. And the view with that regard was that he comes from a very honorable tribe, the Banu Abdi Munaf, the Quraysh, and this would also become a means of us becoming implicated in the murder of someone of their clan and their tribe. So ultimately, after much discussion, they came to the conclusion that the way to deal with this matter is that one person from each tribe must be elected and we will surround or we will uh, lay siege on the house where Rasulullah is residing for the night before the hijrat and in that way when we will uh, assassinate him the blame will not come onto one person or one individual or one tribe alone and this is exactly what they did and then we know the background Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes mention in surah Yasin وَجَعَلْنَا مِنْ بَيْنِ وَمِنْ خَلْفِهِمْ that we erected a barrier in front of them and in front of Rasulullah and behind him, he blinded them and Nabi Karim Sallallahu picked up the handful of sand and threw it into their eyes and they were blinded. So upon embarking for the hijrah, Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala revealed this verse to Nabi Sallallahu and asked him to seek this protection. That, O oh Allah, let my exiting from this place that I am in and my entry into my new 
place or the new the place that I'm migrating to, make it one which is full of protection and goodness and khair and security. Rabbi adkhilni mudkhala sidqiyum wa akhrijni mukhraja sidqiyum. And oh Allah, take me out of this place. Let me leave this place in a state of goodness, of security, of uh, not being in any form of difficulty. Remove the obstacles. So there are two parts to this dua. One is adkhilni mudkhala sidqiyum wa akhrijni mukhraja sidqiyum. Adkhilni means to let me enter into a place with goodness and khair. Now this dua is uh, revealed at that time, but the commentators explain that it is seeking good in all aspects of our life. A person is always moving from one location to the next location. We are always moving from one meeting to the next meeting, from one congregation to the next congregation, from one space to the next space. And as we move, and as we travel, and as we conduct our daily routine, this dua should also become a part of our formula. Seeking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's khair and goodness in whatever we do and wherever we go. As a further example, if we look at the month of Ramadan, we are today in the last part of the days of forgiveness. And we will be exiting the days of forgiveness and we will be entering the last 10 days of freedom from the fire of Jahannam. So this is also an exit and an entry. It is also a form of coming out from one space and moving into a next space. So, Rabbi adkhilni mudkhala sidqiyu. Oh Allah, let us enter the next day or the next segment of Ramadan in a way which is full of blessings and full of khair and full of goodness and full of acceptance. And this part that has gone, these portions of Ramadan that have gone, oh Allah, remove us from it or take us out from it in a state of acceptance, in a state of achievement, in a state of success. And this can be applied to all aspects of our life. A person is going into his vehicle, a person is entering the home, leaving the home, entering his practice, coming out of the practice, moving from one place to the next place, one town to the next town, one country to the next country, and one state to the next state. Whatever state we are in, a person is entering, coming into the state of ibadah, focus to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, oh Allah, let me enter the state in a way that I'm not preoccupied with other work, I'm not preoccupied with other thoughts. Don't blemish my salah, my dhikr, my ibadat, my dua with things that are not supposed to be part of it. So in that way we are seeking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's guidance and help in all of these things. And the last part of this dua is also very significant. And O Allah, make from your side for me, facilitate for me Sultan al-Nasira. Sultan al-Nasira means your ultimate help. Your great and your mighty help. Your help which is the help that is required by each and every person and each and every creation to succeed and to survive. So we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also in our ibadah and in our movement. And this is very integral because, for example, a person wants to sit in i'tikaf. He makes all the arrangements. He does all the preparations. He knows he is going to sit in i'tikaf. He's done everything from his side. That is his preparation. And for that i'tikaf to go well and to be accepted and to be beneficial and to be successful, that he needs Sultan al-Nasira. As much as we have done all what we can do from our side, like Nabi Kareem sallallahu ta'ala wasallam, for the hijrah, he made extensive preparations. There was a lot of planning, there was a lot of intelligence. And this gives us another lesson also, that tadbir, to plan, to take precaution, to be intelligent, to be wise, to be strategic 
in what we do. We don't just say tawakkal ala Allah. We just make tawakkal ala Allah and we leave everything to chance. That is not the temperament of the sunnah. The sunnah calls upon us to be strategic, to plan, to make mashura, to have vision, to have foresight. When we look at the foresight of Nabi Karim sallallahu ta'ala alayhi wa sallam in the battles, in Fath Makkah it is mentioned that when before Nabi Karim sallallahu ta'ala alayhi wa sallam entered Makkatul Mukarramah on the occasion of the conquest of Makkah, there were 10,000 Sahaba who had already entered Makkatul Mukarramah secretly without the knowledge of the Kuffar of Makkah. Can we imagine the planning and the strategy and the loyalty of the Sahaba radiallahu ta'ala to Deenul Islam and to the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa that 10,000 people could enter into a city without anyone raising an alarm or anyone coming to know. And the only time the kuffar and the disbelievers had come to know that Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa and the Sahaba are in Makkah is in the morning when they started burning the fires for breakfast to make the tea, to make the breakfast. They saw the smoke coming up from all different parts of Makkah. And then they realized, they said, Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, He has now come in and they have infiltrated us and we are now defeated. And that is when they realized that Makkah is now no longer theirs and it is now in the hands of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So therefore, these are the very important lessons that we learn from the sunnah and the seerah that together with our effort, with our planning, with our strategy, with tadbir as it is called in Arabic, we at the same time seek the help and the nusra of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because that is the ultimate thing that we rely upon. Our reliance is not on tadbir. Our reliance is not on our efforts and our strategy and our intelligence and our planning and our resources. But our reliance and tawakkul is on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And at the same time, we make all our human effort and we do whatever is in our capacity. Like Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam for hijrah, he made a lot of planning. Hazrat Abu Bakr radiallahu ta'ala anhu, the camels, the money, the route, and the map, and the where they would stay, and how they would go, and how they would travel, and which route they would take. All of this is documented to show that there was a definite plan, there was a strategy, there was a thinking behind everything that Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam did. And then, Rabbi adkhilni mudkhala sidqiyu, wa akhrijni mukhraja sidqiyu, waj'alni min ladunka sultanan nasira. O Allah, let us exit from this phase in goodness and khair and success. Let us enter the next phase with goodness, afiyat, khair and success. And O Allah, we ask you for your help in everything that we do, because without your help, we will not be able to prevail and be successful. So I say, Jazakumullah khair for tolerating me and being patient with me. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept this humble effort which I'm not worthy of. May Allah tabarak wa ta'ala take us into the next segment of Ramadan, the last part of Ramadan with a lot of goodness and khair and afiyah. May Allah tabarak wa ta'ala accept whatever has been done. May Allah tabarak wa ta'ala give us tawfiq to do more than what we have done in the last 10 days. May Allah tabarak wa ta'ala accept it. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.